Welcome back to the ESPN Music Podcast. My name is Daniel Dot, podcast producer here at ESPN Radio. If you didn't check out the first installment of this, go back and listen to it. David Bazan and Yuki Matthews joined us in studio to talk tour, to talk a little bit about the last Bazan album that he had, and he played a couple of fantastic acoustic songs. So go on ESPNRadio.com, check out the ESPN Radio YouTube page if you did not hear that. But today... I'm very excited to be joined in studio by the band Joywave. How you guys doing? Oh, hello. Thanks Hi. for having us. So real quick, I came to meet you guys before we did this interview for like two seconds in DC too. And I love being able to meet people like the first time when they're here on campus because you can tell when people come through. A lot of people like to come through just because it's ESPN. But you can tell really quickly whether they're sports fans or they're just like, hey, it's ESPN. I want to do it. You guys were like stoked yeah. to be seeing all this sports <laughs> stuff. Well, we were, we had we were playing with the uh, interactive thing with all the uh, this is Sports Center commercials, yeah. and uh, I had never seen the uh, Alex Ovechkin uh, like Russian spy one. Right, it's really funny. So for those that that haven't been here, there's like a huge columns in our new DC two that are all touchscreen. They go from the floor to the ceiling. You can watch all the this is Sports Center commercials. So that was that was awesome. So has that been you know one of the one of the highlights of the day? What are you guys doing here? What have you enjoyed so far that you've been able to see? Uh, we saw the baseball tonight studio, which was uh, pretty awesome. Um, Jose is a big uh, a big baseball fan. Uh, I'm a big hockey fan. Uh, Paul is a big uh, Foo Fighters fan. I really enjoyed getting to uh, touch the gold medals for all the X Games. Yep, that, yep. Was, that was cool. It was awesome. Was cool. Got some serious weight in some of those things. Yeah, yeah, like five pounds. Yeah. They're real. Like They're not like little chintzy things that just sit there on the wall. The real deal. Yeah, they're the real thing. <laughs> that is awesome. So, has there anybody that you've you've met yet? Anybody that you've wanted to meet while you've been here? I, I wanted to meet John Buchigross, but uh, I haven't seen him yet. I, I tweeted him earlier, and he uh, did not tweet me back. Unbelievable, he, right? <laughs> he was like the first person of any uh, public stature to talk about our band. Like we had one single out, and he tweeted it. He's like, "This is a good song for shoveling snow, or something like that." In 2010. Yeah, it was like late 2010 or early 2011. It was like, I think we'd been a band for like eight months and he like tweeted. And he song. tweeted. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Yeah. And then Booch no one talked about our band for like four years. <laughs> yeah. But now, I mean, you guys are doing pretty well for yourselves. Yeah, it's going well. You know? It's going well. I, uh, I, I want to know, being sports fans, you know, kind of growing up sports fans and, and, and loving this, when you get a song on something like Madden, what is it like to know, you know, whether it's video games or having your stuff played at like arenas, you know, doing that. That's actually the most exciting is, uh, the, uh, in the Western conference finals, the Blackhawks and ducks were playing and they were playing our song now in the arena. And it wasn't like on the broadcast or anything. I just like heard it on TV and I was like, Oh my God, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves are listening to my song right now. That's awesome. So cool. Yeah. That's, that's like super exciting. It's cool when it's on the broadcast and stuff too. But, um, I just think it's cooler when it's playing in the stadium because the players are forced to listen to it. Right. You know, so I figure like maybe they'll talk to me someday. We can hang out. Is that like, so for hockey, you said it was during the Western Conference Finals. Is hockey like the sport you guys are most into as a band or is it kind of? We don't have one as a band. Like he likes baseball. I like hockey. Sean likes basketball. Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. uh, Real sports. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, so it's really uh, different for all of us. You guys are all split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did arbitrarily pick the Cleveland Browns as our favorite NFL team this year, though. But it was because none of us really were football fans ever. We had, like, uh, we're from Rochester, New York, so the Buffalo Bills are the closest to us. So my earliest football memories are them losing the Super Bowl four times in a row. And I was like, I am done with this. I cannot handle this. I am eight years old. I do not need this. 
And uh, so we decided to get back into football this year, and we picked the Browns because uh, their logo is really awesome. Or lack thereof. Yeah, right. it's like they were just like, we don't, we're not going to worry about it. And not only that, like their helmets are inexplicably orange. They are. Which is... You guys couldn't have picked a worse franchise. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, at least if this you get in now with the ground level, so then when they get awesome, sure, like we like them from... The beginning, which right. has been the beginning for like the last 45 years, but right, still. Right, right. <laughs> well, no, it's like new, new beginning in like 2000 or something, right? Well, right, yeah, once they yeah, yeah, yeah. have it, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that is that is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting big, choice, Big Browns fans here. Yeah. Whoever's on their team, they're our favorite players. Did you guys grow up playing sports? Yeah, I think we all played sports as yeah. kids. Of some, of some form or another? I played baseball and basketball. I played basketball. All the way up until high school. Ben swam. That's played, a sport. Uh, I Nothing played soccer. I played baseball. <laughs> I was bad at all. What's them. that? Is that a sport? Technically, I think. <laughs> it's on our network. I think cheerleading yeah. is on our network, so that counts. Sure. Yeah. I mean, my goal was to be an NHL player, but puberty was unkind, and I still can't ice skate. <laughs> so which one of you is, is the best like athlete in the band? Is that like a common theme, or do you guys not really like do uh, stuff probably, on the road? Probably Sean. Sean? Yeah. I'm just a natural. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be your second career if you weren't like doing this right now. You would be doing. That's something. what I intended on when I was little, and and then I just stopped caring, and all the other kids got good, and I just kind of stayed the same. Yeah, so I just packed it up. You were like, I'm done. Yeah, I must over. stop while I'm good now. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> Knowing that you guys come from a lot of different you know sports backgrounds, who are your sports idols? Like, who did you? Who do you all like? If you could meet one or two like sports athletes, sports. Well, figures. we just got to meet Tony Hawk. At the X Games, which was huge, that, um, that was awesome. I think uh, mine is uh, Martin Brodeur. I was going to say Shaq because he's good at more than one thing, right? He's a funny guy. Yeah, he's like a, an all-arounder. Larry Bird. Um, that's old school. Uh, probably Derek Jeter, past and present. Brandon Phillips because he's just got a great online presence and he's <laughs> he's awesome. Okay. All right. So tell me, what is it that you guys are doing here today? Did you just come to visit, hang out, just wanted to see the campus? Is there anything special that you're doing other than sitting uh, in the studio talking a, with me? We're doing the podcast. Uh, we were checking out, uh, you know, the campus. and Okay. Yeah, no uh, no real purpose. I no guess. real agenda. Just, yeah, just feeling it out, seeing <laughs> what you guys are doing here. <laughs> That's awesome. Loitering. <laughs> do you guys do fantasy sports at all? I mean, whether it's fantasy baseball, fantasy hockey. You can... I, I used to do fantasy hockey, and then uh, I no longer have time to update my team. Yeah. So I, I bowed out gracefully of my league uh, last year. Is that tough, being on the road and, and doing all that kind of stuff? And... It's tough on your fantasy team, yeah. <laughs> it, is it even – just to, like, keep up with sports in general? I mean, now everybody's got phones, but it's it's not that bad? No, it's it's extremely hard for me because I just – I don't know. I'm so upset that I missed this NBA season because I loved the Warriors the past, like, three years. Oh, and man. to see them – succeed was like a bummer to miss out on right but it's tough because there's still places in america that don't really have great internet so it's tough to like like if you like i have like mlb package and it's tough to even watch games sometimes because there's literally no way to watch it yeah you know so you have to like check the next day when you do have internet yeah the score of the game that you were you know like yeah you missed it so hotel wi-fi is terrible oh yeah venue wi-fi is is pretty bad and the games are usually happening while we're on stage yep so you get to watch the pregame if you want to yeah and then you get to see all like the recap afterwards yep you get none of the meat 
It's kind of the same deal with like eating dinner too. We're missing out on that a lot lately. Too. Yeah, yeah, no uh, dinner. Yeah. So, what are you guys doing right now as a band? Are we out on tour? Obviously, just coming from the doing a lot of the X Games stuff. What else are you doing? Yeah, uh, our record uh, came out. I think about two months ago now. It's called "How Do You Feel Now." Uh, so we've been touring really since like last fall. We've since last fall we've probably had like a month or so off. Um, just yeah, out on the road and. Uh, we have some time off coming up in a week or so. Yeah, ish. Something ish. like that. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have been hitting it pretty hard then, you know, after coming out after the record, which yeah, debuted really well for you guys. I mean... Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys had the EP, How Do You yeah. Feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then followed it up with How Do You Feel Now? Explain to me some of the, the process that you guys had. Where did you record it at? Who did you record it with? Yeah, so uh, we have a we have a studio in Rochester. Uh, we did it ourselves. Um, Sean and I produced it. We were sleeping on air mattresses for the better part of a year. Um, it was fun. Yeah, I mean we've we've always done everything ourselves. And uh, when we signed our label deal, uh, it was the only label that was like, "Well, who do you want to produce your record?" And we said us. And they were like, "Okay," and just let us spend the whole budget on equipment, which was awesome. Everyone else was like. We put together a list of producers we think you guys would be great with, and we're like, "Wait, you already like it, and we did everything ourselves. Why are we, you know, messing right. with the formula?" So that's right. Make so like straight DIY. You guys did everything. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, Andy Wallace mixed half of it, and uh, this dude Neil Pogue mixed the other half for okay. us. But uh, everything else we did. How long was the the writing process for this specific record? Uh, it's weird because. Uh, Really, it was just, you know, from probably like 2010 to, yeah, to like 2014. Um, it was just everything that I'd written that we hadn't been able to record because there were some songs that just necessitated big drums or real guitars and real amps, and those were things that we weren't able to capture before. So now that we had a studio, we could go in and actually do those things the right way and hear the songs for the first time the way that we meant them to be heard. And, you know, listening back to some of the demos and stuff, everything... Uh, very in the box and it's like man that that guitar is not passing off as real or like those drum hits are so fake and now we could actually do everything the right way so that's awesome yeah and you guys have played a couple of of rad places you guys did seth meyers yeah yeah, um, yeah. you did kimmel yeah which of that kind of stuff what's been the most fun for you guys <sighs> without throwing one of the two under the bus so they don't invite you well back. seth meyers was interesting because uh we did it with big data um so they took the one and only dressing room, so we uh, we got pushed into the old SNL. We got dressing upgraded room. to the yeah, SNL which was in, in our opinion yeah. a total upgrade. <laughs> yeah, so like you know, like you walk down that like iconic hallway with all the autographs of all the past guests, you know, and like sitting on a couch that probably like Steve Martin is sat on, yeah. you know, like it's so rad. It was really cool. I think that was the coolest. You can't you can't beat the history of SNL. And yeah, walking down the line. I I specifically remember. Uh, I mean, because Justin Timberlake has hosted like however many times at this point, and the wall is chronological. So the first one he signed, it's like to SNL. Thanks so much for having me. I can't believe I'm here. The next one is like, thanks for having me back. Third one says, leave me alone. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. It's so funny. That's awesome. <laughs> do you get to hang out with the? I mean, when you get to go to like, do you meet Seth for more than like two seconds? Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he, he was, was really really, really nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to meet Jimmy Kimmel, um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's a, a nice dude. Sure, he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right on. What else? I mean, have you guys been doing any festival stuff coming up? Is is that more fun doing like one-off shows for TV shows like that, or you know, just your standard touring? Do you like festivals more? 
I mean, the doing the TV show thing is very much being in a zoo. You know, it's like people are like all around you with cameras. There's a few people. Some of the ones we've done, there's not even an audience. There's just the people working there. Like three, two, one, smile. Pretend you're playing in an arena. You know, we're like, oh, okay, we can do this. But um, the festivals are really fun because that's that's always to me a checkpoint as to how the band is doing. Yeah. Because um, you can kind of feel things online on Twitter and are people, you know, getting the music. And at a festival, you're up against this other band that's playing at the same time as you. Sometimes there's like four other bands playing and people have to opt to come see your band. Right. And, and especially the time slots for us right now, like we just played Hangout Fest. We were one of the earliest bands in the day. Uh, we played at like 1230 and it was awesome. There were like probably like 1500 people there and they were all stoked to be there. And we were like, oh, okay, all right. Like people came early to see our band. That's exciting. Yeah. Tell me right now when you guys are on the road, you know, you're out doing tour you're out you know once you get home how do you guys unwind what do you do do you all live in the same city Brenda? you all are in rochester yeah, we all live in rochester I, I think we're gonna have to figure that out we, we usually had to do that yet we usually accidentally all meet up at the same place and we're like oh hey guys i haven't seen you in like three hours what's up <laughs> we, we were home for one day last weekend and uh yeah we all ended up at the same bar on accident and then ended That's up awesome. hanging out with only each other <laughs> right per usual yeah so that was uh we're that's a good. We have to work to on that, though, right? I mean, yeah. at least you guys like yeah, hanging yeah, out yeah. with each other. Yeah. You don't hate each other yet, yeah. so that's. <laughs> I uh, I have a family, so like I have a son, and when I go home, it's like even if we're home for a day, I just do like straight dad stuff, like cut the lawn and <laughs> right, you know, fix one thing in the house, and then right. straight dad stuff, like make him mow the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's like a list of all the things that you need to fix before you're allowed to do anything else. Yeah, yeah. Did you all grow up as as like buds in Rochester? You all knew each other, like, from a young age? Yeah, yeah. Every, everyone went to high school together uh, except for Ben. Way to go, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Ben didn't go to high school. Didn't go to high school at all. He, he, he got it. married real young. Yep. Ben, <laughs> divorced now. <laughs> divorced now. <laughs> Recently divorced. Um, yeah, so everyone knew each other from high school. Uh, Sean went to, like, kindergarten with my uh, little sister, uh, Joey and Paul, have known each other forever, and everyone kind of got together in high school, and... I think like Paul and I have been playing together in various local bands and stuff since like 2002, Joey since 2004, Sean since 2006, Ben just showed up outside and met us here. Right. right. It's understandable. We like the look of them. <laughs> You're in. It's hard when you don't have a high school diploma. To- <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel now? Came out, you guys are going to tour that for a little while, but this is like the first like really, really big, like this is your first album. Is that scary to you that like, hey, we have something that, that's like pretty successful. It's been doing been doing real well. I don't I don't think any of us have backup plans in life at this point. So just gonna keep no, doing it. Yeah, so it's not really that scary. It's like I, I mean it's kind of a, a relief, I guess, as far as you know. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, some people like it, which is exciting. And I, I think really the idea behind this band was just to make the music that we wanted to make and if people liked it that was great right but i mean we've been doing it as as joywave since 2010 so i mean i don't i don't think there was ever a moment where we were like oh man it's not like working cuz like it's it just like feels good to us to make it yeah so it's it's cool that other people share that feeling i guess right who else are you guys listening to when you're on the road what other music are you consuming what have we been digging lately asap ferg yep a lot of asap ferg the new tame impala yep new jamie xx a lot of uh, a lot of Drake and Kendrick get in there. Um, 
Kitty Tracks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so we, we got this <laughs> CD in Montreal two days ago in a Café de Starbucks that uh, <laughs> it was just sitting on the counter. It says, what is it, Sleepy Time for Kittens? Something like that. Or something. And wow. it's, it's this guy who made uh, this entire album to put cats to sleep to help calm them down. And uh, it starts off... It starts off like, all right, this guy's making a record for cats for about two minutes, and then he gets on some artistic kick. Yeah, like the third track in, it's like, <laughs> this really guy's, this. yeah, this guy's. And then it starts to sound like late, real, like late really Pink Floyd, Floyd yeah. like new Pink new Floyd. Floyd. Yeah, yeah, Roger. yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Post Roger Waters. <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. There was a Puppies one, too, which I'm very, did you get that one, Ben? I did, but I put it back. <laughs> I didn't want to carry it. Man. That's terrible. Yeah. So what are the, you guys, how long have you been out on the road now? How long have you been touring this album? Uh, Since February. Yeah, like February? this This started in February. Yeah. What, I mean, are there any, uh, you know, good tour stories that you want to be able to share with, with that you can share with our listeners? Uh, I mean, the tours we've been on have been great. We were out with a band called Bleachers. We were out with the Kooks. And uh, our favorite was uh, we, we just got back from the UK. We were out with Brandon Flowers from the Killers over there. Yep. So that was awesome. He's like the nicest guy ever. And, um cool to see a lot of new places as i mean it's like a week ago but meeting tony hawk was uh was pretty cool too we got to i, I definitely asked him stupid skateboarding questions <laughs> if you ever fall he's got to be used to that hurt. though i mean yeah, right? he was he was totally cool about it yeah he, he humored all of our all of our stupid questions yeah fyi oh, his yeah. his favorite level on tony hawk pro skater is downhill jam for those, okay uh, for those, for those that, yeah <laughs> it's it's rad being able to meet people that you look up to, and this happens a lot here. And they're not jerks. Yeah. Like they're ex, you know you have the, this idea of who they are, and whether it's athletes or musicians, or you go out on tour with Brandon Flowers, and it's like, I hope this guy is what I think he's going to be. Right. Because you never want to like you know, like ruin the picture in his head. Right. So right. Being able to uh, like Tony Hawk's been doing this. I mean, he's mid forties now. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Forty seven. He said. Forty eight. Think so. Guy's killing it. Yeah, he yeah. Was, he was he was going down the big air ramp, like jumping the gap, and then losing his board while filming somebody else. So he would jump the gap and like land on his knees and slide down the other side, just like out with of his, his with mind. his iPhone, with his iPhone <laughs> filming someone else. It's like if I'm doing that when I'm 50, I'd right? be stoked. I there's no like there's no you can't have I guess you can't have fear when you do that. I'd be terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. He was, he, he he was talking about how um, he takes it easy now. Well, he said he told he told me that he falls like once a month. Yeah, and then he has to take like a week or so off. Yeah. That's like a lot of uh, one fall is like a week, like because that's a serious. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, well, he's saying like you know he doesn't like bounce back as as much as yeah. He so you know he has to take it easy while going down the. I feel like I feel like Tony right? Hawk's taking it easy is like a seven twenty <laughs> exactly. instead of a nine hundred though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, just just a seven twenty. <laughs> he was yeah. showing us uh, uh, Tony Hawk Five. They're coming out with yep. a new game. Yep. And he was uh, he showed us a video of him playing it as his son Riley. Really, funny. that's awesome. That's awesome. Doing tricks. He's like, that's how you do it, Riley. <laughs> that's awesome. Did you guys skate growing up? I mean, did it, did any of you? Yeah, I uh, I've snowboarded. <laughs> Pretty much my whole life and skateboarded a lot in high school. Yeah. I'm assuming up in Rochester, you guys would have some good good snowboarding stuff up there. Definitely. I mean, Like good. 45 minutes away, right? Yeah. And, and we're not very far from like Killington or like Gore or yeah. 
There's a place near Syracuse called Holiday Valley that's decently sized. So I tweeted about this that you guys were on, asked if you know there were any questions, and you guys there weren't any. There weren't no, no but you almost immediately <laughs> responded by saying, "Let's talk NHL draft." Yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will let you talk NHL. Oh, draft. I'm going to talk NHL <laughs> draft. Uh, but if you're a big NHL fan, I, I also saw that like the tweets are like 95 percent you, five percent yeah. someone else, and then 50 percent. Right. Well, we've we've changed it to 94 percent. Me six percent. I recently stepped up. He, my he chimed game. in last wow, week. Wow, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of things to say. So yeah, there's still a lot of management tweets, but uh, they handle right. the uh, they handle the important information. You right. know, we just chime in with stupid things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm very excited about the NHL draft. I'm I'm a Buffalo Sabers fan, so uh, they basically tanked the entire year in an right. attempt to draft Connor McDavid, yep. and then the Edmonton Oilers won the lottery. Which caused me to scream at the television, <laughs> and uh, but now we're getting Jack Eichel. I think he's going to be uh, really great. Mark over there, our manager, got to see him a couple times this year. Said he uh, said he looked pretty sharp. So yeah, should be good. And you grew up a, a Sabres fan your whole life. I was I was a Devils fan growing up because I was a Marty Rodeur fan. Right. Um, I hate Martin Rodeur. Do you I, really? I'm a Red Wings fan, and so oh, I felt like for a long. I time hated I Chris Osgood growing right. up. Right. I used to literally. Yeah. Okay. I collected yeah. hockey cards, and I protected every single one of them. Like it was the most important thing in my life. I would get Chris Osgood cards and just scribble sharpie on them and rip them in half. <laughs> terrible. If Chris Osgood is out there, I would like to apologize. I'm sure you're a very nice person, but uh, I I did not like him. Yep. That's I definitely grew growing up as a Red Wings fan. The the Devils were a team that you had a very big. Sure. Well, I mean, they swept. You know, everyone thought that the Wings would sweep them in '95, and they swept the Wings. Yeah. Well, let's. All right. So let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay. So like you're like stoked. You love hockey. I do. Is anybody else in the band like that into a specific sport? Where mainly, mainly baseball, but I mean, recently Dan's been getting me more into hockey because. Uh, just like watching it and having someone like explain it, right? It's, it's great. Yeah, it just puts it in a different perspective. Super fast paced. Yeah, there's a lot more skill than what you probably realize if you don't know what you're looking for. Sure. And they're actually on ice. Yeah, yeah. that's a <laughs> common misconception. They are on ice. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we went to. Uh, I mean, the Sabers were so have been so bad for the last two years, and uh, the Oilers have been terrible too. And uh, the Oilers came to Buffalo one day when we were in the studio working on the record, and I was like, I cannot do any more edits. We looked on StubHub, and there were. I think it was seventeen dollar tickets, like ten rows up from the ice for Sabres Oilers. So we just drove straight to Buffalo, watched the game, watched the Sabres get destroyed by Edmonton, and then uh, came Back home. The but I mean, it's kind of exciting when the team is that bad because it, it, you do get the ground floor feeling. Yeah, where you're you're like ten years from now, I'm going to remember every guy who came in here and like the moment that they suited up, and you know all these little milestones along the way to to getting better. It's way more interesting than just you know deciding to be a Yankees fan one day, right? Who does that? It I wasn't was a decision. It. It. Right. Oh, okay. I was born. Joe's middle name is DiMaggio. Yeah. Is that true? That's very true. true. So you were actually named after. Yes. Impressive. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you, when you growing up, is there anybody closer? Is there a team closer to Buffalo than the uh, the Cleveland Indians, who we're, we're going to also need to talk about because my dad is a massive podcast fan and a uh, massive sports fan so we're gonna have to talk tribe he uh he's recently uh become a uh, a sportscaster of sorts he's uh he uh he worked at a bank for most of his life but uh in college he wanted to be a sports broadcaster and uh, now that he's retired his buddy works for like fox sports ohio or something 
and uh, they they bring him on the radio show as the go-to guy in Akron, and he'll call in from Rochester and just talk about the team. No way. And he's uh he but he's he's like the man now because Sports Illustrated picked the Indians to win the World Series or whatever. And he, I remember him calling up the next day. He's like, "No, nah, that's not going to happen. They're they're real bad. They're gonna." They're going to be lucky to not finish in the basement. Now, of course, that's where they are. They're like, man, Mike saw this coming back uh, back in April. So. That's how you do retirement. Like, you find something that you're, like, stoked on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have fun with it. Dude, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's, like, it's amazing. It's I'm, I'm really happy for him that he gets to do it. And your dad's a podcast fan, too? Yeah, he, he literally, there are podcasts blasting throughout my house all day, every day. Your dad seems, like... Pretty up on stuff. Oh yeah, he's he's extremely up. It's like the moment this is posted, he will He'll listen. You will it. be listening to it. Yeah, that's awesome. So we got at least one download. So yeah, we got we've got we've got <laughs> a download. Good. And we that's did. Awesome. Uh, what was the? Uh, oh yeah, we were uh, during South by this year. We got to play uh, at a Spurs game. Um, play at the Spurs. Game. Yeah, Matt Bonner's brother sets up like this big music initiative, I guess, in the Spurs organization where they have these like festival style shows outside the venue before a game. So we got to play, and um, Win Butler from Arcade Fire like DJed during the game, and played Arcade Fire songs. The guy next to him definitely <laughs> played that. It was amazing though. Everyone like looked at him, and he was just like, he kind of like hid when they played the Arcade Fire song. <laughs> yeah, I saw him at uh, at Hangout Fest. I talked to him for a second. I was like, yeah, we played the thing with you, and you were DJing the game. He was like, I played like one song. I'm like. I'm like, wait. So did you play? Did you play the arcade fire song? He's like, nah. no, no, that wasn't. <laughs> I, was, I was like, you were trying to look real busy when that happened, <laughs> shuffling through records. I met Win at the uh, NBA Celebrity All Star Game. Oh, nice, awesome. And he is a big guy. Oh, yeah, like yeah. He, you get so, there's a lot of times, especially when you meet musicians, like you don't have an idea based on like size for anybody. Yeah, I was blown away because he's like six four. Like he's yeah, he's like, like a man. Yeah, he killed in the game too. Yeah, he had to, tearing up the paint. He did he have a double double? He might have had a double double. It was close. I he might have had it. eight rebounds, but yeah, he, he killed that game. Yeah. That was fun. That's awesome, guys. I really appreciate you joining me in the studio. Yeah, it's been for a ton us. of fun. I'm really glad you guys are here. Hopefully, we can. I'll, I'll maybe I'll give John Bucciagross a text and see if we can get him to come down. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see what we can do. But thank you very much. If people want to find you, tell me what you're doing next. Tell me where we can find you. Listen to your music. What's going on? Uh, I mean, the record just came out. It's on Spotify, iTunes, uh, some Best Buys carry it. Um, but uh, next, I guess we have uh, we're playing Central Park in a few days with uh, the Kooks and Atlas Genius. Okay. Uh, then we're gonna take a second off, and then uh, we got the uh, we're gonna do a headline tour in the fall, which is uh, not announced yet. But uh, ESPN Radio breaking news. We're announcing right here on ESPN the podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> and. Uh, if we want to follow you on Twitter, at Joy Wave Music. Yeah, same on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that stuff. And uh, website. JoyWaveMusic.com. You guys make it easy for everyone. We try. Appreciate that. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thanks for having us.